Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. All right, so welcome back to another episode of the Rest-Based Weight Loss podcast series. In this episode, I want to talk about uh, something I want to talk about what it takes to be able to create a weight loss strategy that you can actually sustain. And I was actually inspired to do this episode. I just finished reading a, I just finished reading Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. And that, first of all, that book came out in like 2000, but I feel like it's just as relevant today as it was when it first came out. And one of the things that Malcolm Gladwell talked about in The Tipping Point, just in case you don't know, really popular book. I mean, sold millions of copies, bestseller, all of that. Uh, But Tipping Point is basically a a book where Malcolm Gladwell explores um, what it takes to start an epidemic and not just like a medical epidemic. Like he talks about let's say, for example, the spread of syphilis in Baltimore back in the 90s. Um, But also what it takes to start maybe a positive epidemic. One of the things that he talked about was the sharp decline in violent crimes in New York City in the mid 90s, or the rise, let's say, of hush puppies out of obscurity, uh, and how that became just, it came back to become a huge fashion trend. Um, He talked about the rise in teen suicide in Micronesia, like between the 1960s and and the 1970s. So The Tipping Point is a book that explores what specifically it takes for a small idea to catch fire, essentially, and become an epidemic that kind of takes over. I I think in today's society, we will call it going viral, right? (laughs) What does it take for something to go viral? One of the things that he discussed in the book was uh, something called the law of context. And this was, this really like the law of context really grappled with me because essentially what Malcolm was describing is the fact that people can present themselves or be, or feel that they are a certain way within a certain context. So the example that he gave was he, he looked at a study, um, of some, uh, guys that were seminarians. So people that were studying to become like preachers and priests and, you know, they were in seminary and, uh, the study had them prepare a talk on the story of the good Samaritan. Now, what the researchers did was they set up, they said, okay, we want you to prepare this talk on the story of the Good Samaritan, the story of helping your neighbor. Um, and you know, and you're gonna you're gonna go and you're gonna prepare and you're gonna give this talk. And the researchers set up to have someone pretend to be ill or sick 
in the direct path of the seminarian on his way to the talk. So what they did was they separated the groups. They said one group of seminarians, they would tell that group, oh, you're running late. Oh, we just finished our questioning. Oh, great. Now you're running late. You have to go now. They're expecting you. And the second group, uh, they said, okay, you have a few minutes, but why don't you go get going? Why don't you get going now to your talk? And what the study showed was that the seminarians, okay, these people that actually study the Bible because they want to become priests or whatever, they're going to give a talk on the story of the Good Samaritan. The group that was running late, that I think like, 90% of them or something ridiculous like that as they were on their way to a talk and they came upon the person who was visibly ill and visibly needed help. Only about 10% of the group stopped to help the individual. Whereas with the other group of seminarians, the one, the ones that were, that had a few minutes, they had more time, about 65% of those seminarians actually stopped to help the individual. So what the study showed and I'm sorry that I'm prepping this episode with this really long introduction, but what the study showed was that people, we human beings are not all good and we're not all bad. Given whatever context we are in, given our environment, we can either make really good choices or we can make really poor choices. And it's not black and white, it really depends. So that got me thinking a lot about weight loss. And I'm sure you're like, okay, so how exactly does this fit in with this episode? So that got me thinking about weight loss. It got me thinking about like weight loss strategies. And the reason why I made this connection, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. The reason why I made this connection is because uh, the gals that are in my weight loss group, the Total Body Transformation group, they do really well when they are just at home They don't have to leave their house. They don't have any parties to go to. They're not eating out. Uh, They're not sick, okay? When everything is perfect, they are on their stuff. They're on their diet, okay? They're doing their workouts. They're they're doing their walks. They are staying on plan. When, (laughs) When nothing is going wrong, one of the gals in my group, I I posted in the group and I was like, okay, check in everybody. How's everybody doing? And one of the gals was like, I haven't had to leave my house yet. So everything is perfect. I'm eating exactly on plan. I did my workout. Everything is awesome. Um, So that that really got me thinking about the context of, of weight loss and choosing a weight loss strategy that works. It, I'm telling you, we have millions of strategies out there, millions of things to choose from. And I promise you, at least 80% of what's out there, they actually do work. The problem is do they work in every single context? That's the problem. And that is what I, that was what inspired today's episode of this podcast is, uh, the weight loss strategy that you have chosen. Did you choose it because you have tested it against everything that could possibly go wrong in your life? And did you find that you are still able to stick to that strategy? So let's just grapple with that just for a few minutes today, and then we'll follow up in another episode. But just in case this is your first time listening or you don't know me, 
or you're watching on uh, Instagram. Hi, I'm, I'm recording my podcast episode and I'm going live on Instagram at the same time. Thanks for popping in. I might do this more often. Um, so in case this is your first time listening or watching, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I'm a stress management coach. I'm a lifestyle coach. And this series is all about transforming your health from the inside out through rest. That's why I call it rest-based weight loss. Because weight loss requires, first of all, it requires sustainability and it requires consistency. Any weight loss strategy that drains you emotionally, mentally, and physically is not sustainable. But if you can find a weight loss strategy that emphasizes recovery and that allows you to push yourself just far enough without crossing the line of complete exhaustion in your exercise or deprivation in your diet, but still gives you the same results as if you were starving yourself and working out two hours a day. If you can find that, then that strategy that you found, you can maintain for the rest of your life. Now here's the problem. Does that strategy even exist? If you are, if you are, uh, you know, just if you're out there and you're working out and you're doing your research or you've joined programs or you're a part of groups or you do fitness classes and you do those things, I think mainstream weight loss strategies, main, mainstream weight loss strategies don't emphasize rest. Mainstream weight loss strategies emphasize um, creating the biggest calorie deficit possible. So what that means uh, is a lot of cardio, a lot of calorie counting or counting macros, just putting up borders and restrictions around your diet, and then like working out until you drop and you fall out on the ground, right? That's what, you know, you diet, you exercise. That creates the calorie deficit, that calorie deficit leads to weight loss. So yes, that works. And a lot of us have experienced that, right? We know what that looks like. The problem is that 95% of people who lose weight in this way end up gaining that weight back within two to five years. And I don't think we have to travel far to find examples, right? I mean, if we want to go ahead and look inward, I can look inward for eight years. This was my life. Um, 66% of those people, they end up gaining back even more weight. They end up even heavier than they were before they started their diet. There's a lot that goes into why this is, and I explore a lot of why that is in some of my other podcast episodes, and I will continue to talk about that this year. So as a weight loss coach, I mean, and I'm not judging, like this was my life. This is what, this is what I experienced, right? For eight years, I was doing this, gaining and losing and gaining and losing and gaining and losing, right? But then five years ago, I discovered, I discovered that weight loss is not as simple as creating the biggest calorie deficit possible. There's a lot more that goes into it. Um, creating a calorie deficit works for some people, the reason why it doesn't work for everyone and lead to sustainability is because we all have very different, um, I would say roadblocks that stop us from being able to sustain that kind of strategy. So what we need to do instead is we need to find a strategy 
that fits our lifestyle, fits our metabolism, fits us like a glove, as opposed to like trying on other people's weight loss strategies in the hopes that it will work for us. So as a weight loss coach, like that's my emphasis, that's my focus. And that leads back to, you know, this episode and what I was inspired to talk about in that one of the biggest issues that I see with the mainstream, mainstream weight loss strategies out there is that they don't work in every context. Like they don't work when you are really stressed out at work. They don't work when you're having relationship issues, when you're having issues with your husband or your wife. They don't work when your kids start acting crazy and start stressing you out. They don't work when you get sick. They don't work when you get injured. A lot, I've seen a lot of people like get to the, they're on it. They get to the gym, they're at the gym, they're exercising, they're on their diet. They're really motivated, really inspired, right? They're really, they're being really, really consistent. And then they hurt themselves and they are physically incapable. They have to take some time off. Like they have to take time off in order to rest and recover. And then what happens when they're like during that recovery time, when they're resting, they start eating and they're not able to move and exercise as much. And it's not just the fact that, they, that they're not exercising anymore. It's not just, oh, I, I'm not going to the gym anymore. That's why the weight is starting to come back. No, at this point, once you start dieting and exercising, and I, I talk about this frequently, the, the entire chemistry of your metabolism completely changes so that you start burning fewer and fewer calories while you're resting than you were before you started losing weight. So not only are you not exercising, right? Because you're injured, but now because your metabolism is actually running slower than it was when you started exercising, the calories that you consume, your body holds on to even more of them. And then the weight piles back on quicker than it would have if you weren't exercising at all. I know life is not fair, but that's just the way the metabolism works. So injury is a huge setback and the likelihood of then re-injuring yourself, you know, as you like get back into it, the likelihood of continuous injuries over time, that increases. So lack of flexibility in our mainstream, like modern weight loss industry, fitness culture, lack of flexibility, I think is a huge problem. Now, for those of us, especially women, like there are some of us, we don't like, we don't want a beach body. I, I'm not speaking for, I know that there are, you know, especially you young gals out there that are still on the market. Okay. I know that you're like, no, I no, I want to be, yeah, I'll take the beach body. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But then there are others of us, you know, some others of us who have been married for a while. You know, we pumped our kids out already. We just, we got the stretch marks, uh, we got the diastis recti, like we got the cellulite. Uh, it's like, okay, we don't exactly, no, no, no more bikini. I mean, bikinis, uh, we're, we're retiring those. However, <laughs> there's a group of us where we still want to look, like we still want to look good. 
and feel comfortable in our skin. We want to look good and feel comfortable in clothes. Like we don't want to have to shop at special stores. We don't want to have to feel so uncomfortable going to the mall and trying on different things. We don't want to have to shop to hide right? We don't want to have to shop to hide parts of our body. Like we want to be able to go into any store, pick out something that looks really cute and try it on and say, this looks good on my body because my body looks good. Do you know what I mean? So for those of, I'm talking to us, I'm a weight loss coach for you. I'm not a weight loss coach. I don't weight loss coach people that are like, no, I want the bikini body. That's not what I do. I'm a weight loss coach for people that are like, just no, I just want to feel comfortable, confident in my skin. I want to like look good in my clothes. Um, I want to feel stronger and healthier. I want a really good balanced relationship with food. I want to be physically active, but I don't want to be in the gym for two hours a day. Like I'm a weight loss coach for you, right? And, And so for us, we need flexibility. For us, we can't like do a 90 day program that requires different variations of weights and and all of this exercise equipment we can't do a restrictive diet that does not allow us to let's say for example on today go to a family members or friend's house to for barbecue and sit there uh munching on celery sticks like while everybody else is having cheeseburgers like we want we need not even we want we need a weight loss strategy that's going to allow the flexibility for life to happen in different settings in different contexts, right? Without all of our weight coming back on, like without us gaining five pounds after a week because we're injured or because we're traveling. Do you know what I'm saying? The process of finding that strategy The process is a challenge, but once you find it, once you find it, the process is very simple and very straightforward and extremely sustainable. So you guys like that have been listening for a while, you know my story. I struggled for eight years. It's been five years. I lost about seven dress sizes, 12% of my body fat. I haven't gained back a single pound. I have not gained back a single body fat percentage. I'm wearing the same clothes, unfortunately, today, because I don't like to go shopping. I'm wearing the same clothes today that I wore five years ago, and they fit. I mean, they fit. And why, why is that? I'm not bragging. Why is that? It's because I found a strategy that fit every single context of my life. I'm a mom of three girls, work full-time, weight loss coach. Right now I'm teaching kettlebell classes. I teach nutrition classes. I have a lot going on. So the strategy that I found, thank, praise God, the, the strategy that I found five years ago, I didn't know it at the time, but it just so happened to be the strategy that allowed for me to maintain this lifestyle in every single context that I find myself in. I really hope that this like made sense. This episode I feel like was all over the place. I went everywhere. I started off with like authorship and then I went to like sociology and all of those things. But I, I, I hope you understand what I'm saying. Like I hope you you understand and you get you get what I'm talking about. The power of context. 
that a weight loss strategy that only allows you to follow it perfectly in one specific context of your life is not a sustainable strategy. And even if it's successful, even if you find yourself, even if you get all the way down to your goal weight on this strategy, you either have to pray that the context of your life doesn't change so you can maintain that weight loss. Otherwise, you may find yourself in that 95% statistic of people that end up gaining back their weight within two to five years. I don't want to leave on this doom and gloom. (laughs) That's not how I want to end this episode. It's 100%. It's complicated to find it. What's complicated about finding the strategy is the only complicated part is that we all individually, we have completely different blocks. We have different uh, hurdles to overcome. And there is no fitness professional. There's no weight loss coach. There's no personal trainer. There's no nutritionist. There's no dietitian. There's no human being on this planet that can figure out what those blocks are for you. You have to figure out what those blocks are. But what can... (laughs) shameless plug. What, but what can I do? I can help you find the blocks. I can help you find at least what to look for. And I know very specifically, it looks extremely different for everybody, but that's the most important part is figuring out where the blocks are, overcoming those blocks in every context, every situation, every area of your life and then creating the strategy that you can maintain for the rest of your life, okay? This episode was a little abstract, I'm sorry, Uh, but I promise, (laughs) I promise, I will be getting back to giving you guys um, tips, tricks, and strategies to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Uh, Instagram Live, thank you guys for watching. Um, My name is Lene Urban. I'm your host once again. This was another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss Podcast Series, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next time.